March 18th, Day 15. Envy, Goodwill. Isn't it kind of silly to think that tearing someone else down builds you up? Sean Covey. We spend too much time envying others. Out of this activity comes torment and sometimes some really bad decisions. Satan delights in our envy and our discontent. It can lead us into some damaging actions like gossip, slander, stealing, adultery, murder, or even worse. But even short of these damaging sins, comparing ourselves to others makes us miserable and keeps us from seeing the goodness of life. Examples of the devastating effect of envy are found throughout Scripture from the very beginning. We remember Cain killing his brother Abel, Joseph's brothers selling him into slavery, and King Saul pursuing David through the desert to try and kill him. It is critically important for us to get into a spiritual state of not yearning for other people's lives or their belongings and learning to be content with our own lives. James chapter 3, verses 14 through 16 gives us this warning. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. The way to defeat envy is to practice goodwill, to change our vision towards each other and towards life. We must recognize that lurking underneath our envy our fear and rejection. We anxiously want to keep up with everyone else. We don't want to fall behind, but we need to know that God loves us in a way that is beyond our comprehension. Where Satan whispers that we're not enough, that we need more to measure up, God simply says to live in the freedom that flows from his unbounded love. For when we do, we see the world and each other differently. There were once two men, both seriously ill, in the same small room of a great hospital. It was a very small room, just large enough for two beds to fit. One bed faced the window, the other faced the hall. The man by the window was kind, and he entertained his roommate with stories of the view. He would talk about the magnificent park with the lake, where ducks and swans swam. He told him about the children throwing their bread and sailing boats and flying kites. He told him about the young lovers walking hand in hand beneath the trees. The other man, bound on his back, would listen to all the stories and enjoy every minute. He loved being told about the beautiful outdoors and all that was going on outside. In fact, it got to the place that in his mind's eye, he could almost see what was happening out there. Then one afternoon, there was a parade outside and his neighbor was describing the parade and the thought struck him. Why should the man next to the window have all the pleasure of seeing what was going on? Why shouldn't he get the chance? At first, he felt ashamed, but the more he thought about it, the more angry he became and the more he wanted to change the situation. In a few days, he had turned totally sour. He ought to be by the window. He brooded and couldn't sleep and grew even more seriously ill, which none of the doctors could understand. Tragically, the man by the window died in his sleep. After his body was removed, the surviving man asked if he could be moved to the bed next to the window. They moved him, tucked him in, made him quite comfortable, and left him alone to be quiet and still. Excitedly, the minute they had gone, he propped himself up on one elbow to look out the window only to find that it faced a blank wall. That's what envy does. It blinds us to reality. We imagine the dream world of someone else and we don't see our own blessings at hand. Rooted in God's love for us, may we learn to be content and practice goodwill for the sake of others and for our own as well.